0: and welcome back to the PubCast. This is your host, Jada Kamau, and it's so good to be back with you guys during the spring semester. We have an exciting new episode to bring to y'all today um, with Monique Flores, or as she sometimes goes by, Mo. Um, Mo, how are you this morning?
1: It's good. It's good to be with you, Jada. Thanks for chatting with me today. Yeah, I'm excited
0: absolutely, absolutely. You put in a fantastic piece into our arrival journal, Um, and so we have a few questions for you about that, but before we jump into it, I'd love to get to know about you. Could you tell us a few things about yourself, like your major and where you're from and such?
1: Yeah, so I'm a secondary education and English major Mm -hmm. here at Wheaton, uh, and I'm from Chicago, Illinois, proper city, so not necessarily Wheaton, but actually Chicago. (laughs) So not
0: too far from home.
1: Not too far from home, though it feels almost like a world away sometimes, Mm -hmm. but still good. Love Chicago, though. Understandable,
0: Understandable. Mm -hmm. understandable. Um, and you are a person whose involvement in Wheaton um, has been really incredible. I know that you've you've served a lot of different roles. Can you tell us about how? That involvement
1: has shaped you and has impacted Wheaton. Yeah, um, I love getting to know people in any capacity. Um, and so I think being involved in different offices, such as like the CVC, the Record, College Union, Unidad, like mm-hmm. it's been fun to kind of hop around and just meet as many different people as possible that I wouldn't have gotten to meet otherwise. Because as small as Wheaton is, you can just miss a lot of fantastic mm-hmm. people as you're going in through your day to day. And so I think that's part of the reason why involvement is important. Um, And I think for me too, I care a lot about like, what are we doing for the next class to make sure that Wheaton College is like better for them and like um, more fun or more welcoming, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And so I think getting to step in all these different spaces and serve in a bunch of different capacities has enabled me to feel like I'm making Wheaton a better place holistically and not just like in one area. Not to say that that's a bad thing at all. I think you got this one thing you love, go for it full heartedly. Um, But for me, I just love getting to work with a bunch of new different people.
0: Yeah, and I mean you're a senior at this point, so you've had a lot of time to get really involved in such. And right now, what are the commitments that you hold?
1: Right now, um, so coming out of my student teaching semester, I wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to do as much as I normally probably would. Yeah. And so I've just been Unidad president this year, which has been fantastic. Just Unidad President. Just Unidad <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's been it's been wonderful and I wouldn't have had it um any other way. And I think I'm also thankful like thankful that uh, I was allowed to do that. Normally, they don't allow, um, Hmm. like, if you're on your student teaching semester, you're on your student teaching semester, and you can't do any other leadership positions, Um, but kind of... I can
0: imagine. It's a a huge commitment.
1: Yeah, and so they don't want you to split up, because it's basically a full-time job in the fall, and so thankful that they allowed me to be able to do both, um, which is the way that things lined up, and they also took away, like, the TPA, which is, like, a big thing that student teachers are supposed to do, and so I think having that being gone for this year kind of allowed me to do senior year as I would have liked
0: to. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's such a blessing. Thank you for sharing that. And as we've said, you're a senior and you're leaving soon. What's the plan post-grad?
1: The plan post-grad, you know, it really could go either way. Um, I have like a job lined up right now um, as a fall teacher at Bartlett High School where I student taught, but I'm also just looking for jobs uh, in the city as well. So probably Mm -hmm. teaching CPS or Noble um, as a high school English teacher, Language Arts, Uh, so that'll be fun, but also open to art opportunities like photography, also not completely (sighs) shut down to being a barista again, so it really could go either way, but teaching is what it looks like it's going to be.
0: That is fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing. I'm excited to hear about all the things that you'll do post-grad, because your impact here has been so huge.
1: Thank you, Jay. That means a lot.
0: Well, let's jump right into your piece. It was absolutely beautiful, Um, and there was this piece of photography that you put in, and then a few words to go with that. Can you tell us about the context of the photo itself?
1: Yeah, so that photo was taken, I want to say, 2017. Uh, it was a Keep Families Together march. Um, back when things at the border, not to say that they're any better now, really, um, where families are being separated um, under the Trump administration. And so I had gotten back from Costa Rica the day before, Mm -hmm. and I was like, this is something that I need to go to, and my friend already made plans. So I was like, great. Mm -hmm. So we hopped on the train, um, went along, and there was a bunch of people gathered in Chicago. If there's one thing that I love about my city, it's just that people show up for what's important. Um, Mm -hmm. And so uh, with that photo, what was taken is we were just walking down a bigger street, and I saw this older couple, and I think it says it was we weren't like walking like a block or two like we walked around almost the entirety of downtown and so I think it says a lot when you're able to see like older folk who are passionate Mm -hmm. enough and care enough um and people like like Latinos and Latinos like older um than me it's like lovely to see um how they come together and how much they care for this issue and nothing will stand in the way of them advocating for what we need as a community Mm -hmm. um
0: Monique, do you remember what they were saying in this picture?
1: Yeah, so when they were going, they were saying, El pueblo unido jamás será vencido, which means Mm that people united cannot be divided. It's a phrase that originated in Chile. uh, Well, it was in a song from Chile in the 70s. Um, And so that is what they were shouting. And I think it's just like the Mm -hmm. same political sort of expression of like, we need these things and this cannot be stood for and we are a people and we are here together and in the photo too what I love is that it's young people next to older people and mm-hmm. so you kind of see like it's interesting because the same struggles from the older generation are still like here for the younger generation yeah. and so yeah. they're here together advocating for these things so again like just because we're going forward doesn't mean that we have everything mm-hmm. that we need uh, in order to thrive as a people
0: yeah thank you for sharing mm-hmm even before i had read the piece i just looked at the picture and it automatically impacted me because as you said like this is an an older couple that we see here Mm. um and i live in dallas and i've participated in in lots of different things um and it's it's odd how few young people i see at those kind of marches Mm. um in like leadership and feeling really passionate and like planning things um And, like, there's been an uptick in a lot of ways. Like, my sister is able to do a lot of that work during this summer and such. But it really is the older people who are holding it down Hmm. um, and who are inspiring. Um, And so I loved seeing this picture because it reminded me of my days going to, like, marches and such and, and seeing people that inspire me a lot. So thank you for taking that piece. Has photography meant a lot to you in
1: the past? Uh, yeah, it is my everything. If I could do that full time, I entirely would. Um, mm-hmm. so after my, ke- so in seventh grade, I got my first like smartphone, and um, it was just like not even a smartphone, but a phone that had a camera on it. And so my friends would get, like, annoyed at me because everywhere we would walk, I would constantly stop, and I'd be like, wait, stand there. Or I'd be like, hold Mm. on, I need to stop. And they're like, well, we need to keep walking. And I was like, no, but this looks great. Let me capture it. And so after I had my quinceanera, I had enough money, and I was like, okay, like, I have enough to buy a camera. Like, it doesn't seem like this passion is kind of going away. Mm. And so that's what I spent my quinceanera money on. Um, And then with that, I was able to upgrade in high school. I was my high school's, like, sole photographer uh, for the four years. So I was in charge of, like, student life, yearbook, like was that photographer yeah. went to a small high school too which I guess was a benefit in that way yeah. um and so since then um I care a lot about video care a lot about photo and I think these past few years just allowed me to connect with people and hear more of their stories as I mentioned again like that's ultimately what I care about at the foundation of everything is just getting to know others so what I did with this is I submitted a bunch of photos from people that I had met in the city um mm-hmm. who were advocating for a bunch of different causes so I had some mm-hmm. people from pull up the city which like turns in gardens into green uh vacant lots into like gardens um I have them and just a bunch of people that I've been able to meet who are advocating for a bunch of different needs across the city like my camera kind of allows me to start a conversation of like hey can I interview you can I get some portraits of you um let me hear about you and your life um and so it's been fun kind of getting to document a bunch of different things in the city
0: Hmm. Mm -hmm. and as you said like you feel like you could do photography for forever Hmm. but the plan as a what I heard isn't to do photography forever. Do you feel like it'll still be a large part of your life post-grad?
1: Definitely. I can't see it going away. Um, And the thing is, is it's, I want to teach for a while, but I don't want to teach forever. Mm -hmm. And so photography is something that I can't ever see really putting down. uh, Where teaching is kind of different. Um, I love it, but I'm like, there are a bunch of different things that I want to do. And so with photography... I definitely want to keep interviewing people. I the dream is to be a concert photographer. So like if I can just hop Ooh, on a bus and yeah. like <laughs> follow someone around and document, wow. that would be fantastic. I've also gotten in touch with some photojournalists in the city um, who've liked my work, so that's been really awesome. Had a guy from it's Chicago greatest. Tribune follow me, and I was like, oh my gosh! Um, and so, <laughs> that's incredible. thank you. So doing something like that would be uh, a lot of fun, also. Um, but just kind of figuring out how to navigate that whole photojournalism thing in the city is more of uh, my thing, because there are a lot of them out there.
0: It's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And let's move on to the written portion of what you submitted. Mm -hmm. Those words hit my heart. You're a beautiful writer. Thank you. And the word arrival means a lot to you. Mm -hmm. Um, And can you talk about kind of the writing process there and why that word means so much and just your whole process? Yeah,
1: so I think when I initially submitted the photo, I was like, I don't know if they'll understand why I interpret Mm -hmm. this as arrival or like coming to arrival. And so I felt the need to explain. Um, And that's kind of where Mm -hmm. like the writing piece sort of came from and i think something that i've been thinking about a lot this summer and especially like when we were again like under the trump administration and a lot of things that were guaranteed um for like minorities were suddenly like up in the air for example like daca a lot of things were being questioned and people thought that they wouldn't be able to continue like education mm-hmm. um even though like they've already reached this process of oh i have like daca and i can like do all of these things that all of a sudden was under threat mm-hmm. and so i think for me when i think of protesting and i think of people coming together and rallying. It's mm. a matter of not losing the things that we've already gotten because they're not always mm. guaranteed. Um, and so for a minority in this country or a person of color, I don't know if there's ever really a point of full arrival. So like I said in my piece, like I think of my grandparents, right, who immigrated from Mexico and Ecuador. And even though they got into this country, that wasn't it. Like, they were like, this is just the start of everything. When one could argue that getting to this country is it. Like, that is the point of arrival. Like, you've made it. You're out of where you came from. Like, great job. And you can kind of just settle there. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say, like, do not do not celebrate, like, that big jump of immigrating. Um, but I think if we were to stop there, then all of their work would almost be sort of in vain. Mm-hmm. And so then it's about continuing. And so making sure my sister and I go and get an education, making sure that my cousins also get an education, and that we're always kind of, like, improving. I think with that, though, you also run the risk of... Mm, run the risk of burning out because you're like I'm never good enough but that's not what I'm trying to say what I'm trying to say is like be thankful for kind of where you are um or like what has been given to you and the tools that have been given to you and use that to make sure that those under you also get to grow and get um equal if not better opportunities and so I think when I was considering arrival it is like there I don't know if there will ever be like a point of arrival for a person of color in this country um, because we will never reach a point where everything is guaranteed. Um, and so constantly needing to advocate for what it is that we already have and making sure that those mm-hmm. things stay while also continuing to advocate for more.
0: It's beautiful. Thank you. What word or phrase would you have used instead of a rival?
1: You know, Bailey asked me this question, and I meant to keep thinking about it, and I forgot. Um, instead of a rival, I don't know. I think of it as like a – what is it called when – like propelling forward i think would probably okay. be that those are two words i don't know if that's okay like
0: momentum or propelling
1: i don't want to use propelling okay. but the way that i think about it is like you've gotten here use that to keep going
0: mm. oh i know what word you're thinking of yes
1: uh-huh, ah! uh-huh. yeah so that like that that <laughs> that concept is kind of if you can think of a word around yeah. that is what i would use but it's yeah. like not that not arrival but you get here and celebrate that you've gotten here but now keep pushing people forward. Proceeding. Yes, there you go. That's a good word. Um, yeah, so proceeding. So it's like, I've gotten here for you, and now you get to start here, and then you get to go forward. And then wherever you have reached like your point, then you send the next person forward. But they've already starting at a higher right. vantage point. Right. Um, yes.
0: Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. How does your faith influence your photography and writing?
1: Oh, photography and writing. Um, I think... Jesus cares about getting to know others and he cares about stories and the spreading of the gospel is the spreading of a wonderful story mm-hmm. um, of a human being who came and loved so well. And so I think when, for me with writing and photo, that's all it comes down to mm-hmm. where I'm like, how am I? So I had a friend, we were reading Night by Elie Wiesel um, in high school and she was like, you know, all of these writers write stuff because they find something important to say in the world. And like, what a shame that I can't read everything that they're trying to tell me because writers are trying to warn you of something, whether that be like the issue with being too proud, the issue with harboring hatred, mm-hmm. whatever it is that may be, writers are trying to communicate something of value to you. And so for me with writing and photography, it is like, what yeah. important message are like, what, what can I learn from you? And how can I continue to spread that? And how can I take what you told me with me wherever I go? Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of where all of this comes down to. And I think, for this piece specifically and the point of arrival, like Jesus died for us, right? But that doesn't mean that we get to live as if he didn't, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's like kind of like what I was saying earlier. It's like taking the fact that he died for us and that we have salvation, but our salvation isn't just guaranteed because he died for us. We also have to do things to make sure we're being a good human, being loving to our neighbor. And so that idea of like proceeding or propelling forward, it's like Mm -hmm. Christ did this for us and therefore I will go do this. Mm. That's kind of the way that I have rationalized it
0: yeah Mm -hmm. beautiful thank you and so ultimately what do you want readers to take from your piece
1: um I think for I think it kind of goes twofold I think for my POC like readers who are looking at this I want them to see um I want them to be like thankful for all that have come before them and people who have advocated for them so they're Mm -hmm. able to be where they're at um And I want them to celebrate where they are. Um, Don't forget to celebrate where you are and what you've done for yourself too and what these people have done for you. But with that, like, think about, like, okay, like, how am I making sure that I'm building up the next generation? How am I making sure that the people under me are, like, going to be able to go farther and do more things for me? Mm -hmm. Um, Or not for me, but do more things for themselves and for uh, their family and whatever it may be. Um, So kind of securing that. I think for my white readers who are looking at this, it's more of a, like, look at the luxury you have of never having to question if your rights are going to be taken from you. Um, No matter who's in power, what's going on, uh, Mm -hmm. you kind of have that security. And so use your um, use your platform, use what you have to kind of ensure that we're all of equal footing. Because like, Mm -hmm. I think the issues too, is that justice is often looked at like, oh, how can I get ahead of this person? How can Mm -hmm. I like be better than like people think of it like, oh, they're trying to like overcome like their white counterparts and be the ones like all in power and it's just like for me when I think about it I'm like what does equal playing field for all of us look like because it's not about like who has the most it's about how do we ensure that we all have like an equal amount of it um like that's probably a really butchered explanation but it should not be one over the other Mm. but ensuring that we all have access to the same things that's what actual justice looks like and so making sure that they're looking at their neighbors and um advocating for them and what they need um because they have a sense of security that we don't So, Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it seems like that theme of propelling or proceeding (laughs) plays a part in in so many aspects of your life, where even now as president of UNIDAD, you are propelling the next class in order to be able to thrive here at Wheaton. Even in your storytelling and photography, you're propelling people to go forward um, and to value their stories because you're valuing their stories so much. Um, And even as you're going into education, like I'm seeing that theme in your life. And I'm so grateful that you were able to share that with us in this beautiful piece. Do you have any exciting products coming up that we can be looking forward to? Uh,
1: Actually, I do. I'm really, really excited about this next one. So um, I don't know if you ever met Megan Kim. Uh, She graduated Mm -hmm. last year fantastic one of my best friends um but she's a writer she's uh getting her mfa at uw madison right now wow. fully funded that's my gal um she's Beautiful. fantastic and so she is a uh, korean-american and so she is we're doing a photo project together because i kind of wanted to highlight um the silence surrounding the aapi hate crimes right now especially toward women and how they're not even being regarded as hate crimes in the media sometimes or even being addressed as such um even like right before George Floyd, there was like a, a Filipino veteran who was killed in like a very similar matter, and like that never yeah. really got like highlighted. Um, but for this next project, what I'm doing is um, taking her poetry and kind of bringing it to life. And so um, she has these two poems that she's wrote or put together. And so for this next project, my hope is that it'll be out like third week at we in or third week of April latest. Um, but we're gonna be gathering photos of AAPI women on this campus um, in light of her poetry. And what I want to do with it is for the installation. I want it to be in inconvenient spaces because one that's going to force you to actually engage with it and like deal with what's in front of you as compared to being able to ignore it in the media, um, like people have been every day. And so that's the plan right now. Wow. Um, I'm hoping that I gets to talk to life. I'm talking to Ivester Monday about some funding. So okay. hopefully that gets, and placement stuff. And so hopefully that gets worked out, but that's what I'm really excited for right now.
0: Monique, Thank you so much for coming and gracing us with your presence. You are absolutely incredible, and we're excited for all of the work that you are going to be doing. To all of our listeners, thank you for tuning into this episode of The Pubcast. You are incredible, and I'm praying that you will be impacted by the stories that you continue to be hearing from The Pub. Now, make sure to like and subscribe. We're excited to share the rest of the episodes from different submissions to The Pub with you. Signing off, have a great day.